This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Off the Tracks. We're your hosts. I'm Kyle. Across the table from me is Steven. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. How you been? Uh, pretty okay. Yourself? Ah, dandy. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. How do you want to start this episode? Um, well, I guess we'll go ahead and just do our song pick of the week. Yeah? Um, my turn. You think episode six, we would have a... Like a structure by yeah, now. I mean, if it wasn't episode three <laughs> in like recording. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, That's a secret. Oh, my bad. So my pick for this week yeah. um, is a song called Fantasy mm-hmm. by a band called Aldo. Fuck, I've already forgot their name. <laughs> Nova, I think. Aldo Nova. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Uh, I used to hear this song all the time growing up. Yeah. On like It was either like 100.1 in the classic rock station or... The modern rock station. They both might have played it. But, um. Modern got, for the time. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it was like 20 years ago. So, well, it would have been. <laughs> not, like, not even then. <laughs> yeah, it would have been, uh, you know, 20 years old by then, too. It came out of the 80s. Um, Steve and I just listened to it. Um, it's a rock and jam. Yeah. You were saying some stuff about it. Like, it sounds like three songs put together. It all seems very familiar. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It definitely has that familiar vibe, and I think you all catch it, too, when you listen to but it. But again, maybe that's just the 80s in a nutshell. I don't know. Could be. just has its own sound. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely check it out. Let us know what you think. Aldo Nova Fantasy. Yeah. Let's check it out. Yeah. Here we go. I don't know if they have any other hits. <laughs> I didn't want to go past that. I was like, you know, I don't want to destroy any more mystery to this. <laughs> and here it is. Here's what? The song.
Midnight Agent Raw. And I'm Okami. We are the Super Media Bros Podcast. Each week, we give a comedically informative take on movies, music, television, video games, and much more. Put your shades on and listen to all episodes on SuperMediaBrosPodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, shades on. We're off. Okay, so this week we're going to be covering Dwight Yoakam, his first album, Guitars, Cadillacs, etc., etc. (laughs) (laughs) You think I was going to come here and be like, ETC, ETC, whatever that means. So that's what that means. Yeah. Okay. So, um... I took away a question one I had. I I wanted to do this one, and... Yeah, you picked this, and, and then now I have to ask why. Well, like, it was going to be number three, mm-hmm. uh, the episode three. Yeah. And I was like, well, we already done a, a rock record. We did a metal record. Mm-hmm. It was my turn to pick, and I was either going to do uh, a rap record mm-hmm. or a country. I didn't want to stay. You know, I kind of wanted the show to branch out and do different genres. That's like a hard left. Yeah. And here it is. And I was like, well, I can't do rap because, like, the last two things I've done have been kind of aggressive. I want to go. A different direction. So I was like, mm-hmm. we'll talk some Dwight Yoakam. Have you, or had you listened to this album before? I had never listened to this album in its entirety. I am, um, I'm not super big Dwight Yoakam fan. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know a whole lot of his music. I don't, I know the hits. So after we spent a week or two with this album, I don't know how many times you actually listened to it to uh, prepare for this episode, but... uh Make you a bigger fan or not? <laughs> um, I'm not going to bury Dwight, mm-hmm. but well, Trek <laughs> bury me. Uh, he does it himself. He's into it. Oh, okay. Um, definitely work for the hits, man. Mm-hmm. So there's no shame in that because his hits are when they're hits, they hit. They're good. Yeah, yeah. Not a big Dwight fan. They're over okay. Here. They're okay. <laughs> uh, I will. I will say. Uh, after uh, my research, aka listening to the album, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be going back to it anytime soon, necessarily. Like the album or Dwight Yoakam? Um, at least this album. Okay. And I probably won't go out of my way to listen to any other album by him unless we're going to cover it. Okay. So I'm going to make wasn't it... a f- good a jumping off point to be like, I gotta give this other shit a try, you know. Yeah. Okay. So he does seem like an interesting character, and uh, you know his whole backstory slash career seems pretty cool. Let's go into that real quick. All right. If people are too lazy to uh, look it up. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he. This album premiered in '86. Yeah. He was born in uh, released March 12, 1986. Yeah, Dwight was born in Pikeville, Kentucky. Yeah, uh, almost a neighbor. Yeah, kind of three hours away, but, you know. Yeah. Local boy, yeah. As you can tell, we're not that close because we didn't say Pikeville. Pikeville, but- <laughs> yeah. That's how, that's how you know right there. The rest of the country says Pikeville. Mm-hmm. Fucking Pikeville. Pikeville people say Pikeville. <laughs> uh, but his family moved up to Columbus, Ohio, and that's where he grew up. Yeah, yeah I could tell because I didn't know he was from Kentucky until this and then Pikeville, uh, 
But I was like, well, I don't quite hear that, though. Then no. I saw that he moved. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Because he, he if he was born, raised, and hung out there, you would probably hear it a little more. Not to say he doesn't have a more southern accent. He yeah. definitely does, but it's not not a, not a Pikeville it's accent. Not, it's not. It's Pikeville Eastern. Yeah. Pikeville's Eastern Kentucky. I was like, he doesn't, he doesn't have an Eastern Kentucky yeah. accent. Yeah. They're, they're weird over there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he kind of had a little bit of uh, trouble breaking in, I would say, because uh, when he started singing and stuff. Uh, trouble breaking in is uh debut album is number one on the Billboard Country album. Well, he had already been doing it for a while oh. prior to this, you know, because, like, I want to say he was, like, 30 when this album came out, which, you know, most artists are in their 20s or early 20s sure, sure, when sure. they hit it big, you know. Because I guess the youth marketable. So country. it took another five to ten years for him to pop necessarily. Because yeah. um, when he began his career, like Nashville kind of had more of an urban cowboy, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. Reading through that, a lot of it didn't make sense yeah. to me. I was like, they're, like, going, through, the they're going through that right now. Of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's probably a modern day Dwight Yoakam out in Los Angeles where he <laughs> went out there and he's playing a. Uh, what he called hillbilly music. And somebody's mm-hmm. like, he's reading off fucking Wikipedia. And you would be right. I am. Yeah, uh, he is. <laughs> but, I read uh, the same stuff I know. <laughs> yeah, but I read I read the sources and stuff, too. Somebody's going to, like, when we go to do the next oh, we're going to get fact-checked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> somebody's going to have, you know, enough time on their hands to do I'm this. I'm pushing up my glasses here. Well, actually. But, yeah. Well, actually, you're wrong, Mr. <laughs> Kyle. Uh Mr. Off the Tracks. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Your facts are a little off the tracks, sir. Uh, I need to get them back on so you can stay, uh, you know, up to date. But, uh, no, nah, he went to Los Angeles. He did. Yeah, and you thought this part was kind of cool. Uh, definitely uh, surprising, yeah. He did shows with, like, rock bands and punk rock mm-hmm. bands. Like, so you got Dwight Yoakam, I guess, opening for, <laughs> uh, I think there's a list of certain people. Was it the replacements or something on there? Uh, I forget who it I was. I got um, the Blasters. Blasters, which uh, I've never listed. You're more of a punk guy than I am. Mm-hmm. I I don't recall the Blasters. But I remember I remember reading somewhere that he did play with like the replacements and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but isn't that like out punking punk rock in a way? I mean, perhaps to have the balls to be like. Well, this is totally different, yeah. and uh, this isn't my crowd. Yeah, but here we go. That's fucking outlaw right there. Yeah. That's I don't give up. That's fuck. some hillbilly music. Yeah, right? that's some hillbilly <laughs> shit. He's like, let me tell y'all how we do it back in Pikeville. Yeah, even some though I'm from shit. even though I'm from Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Tom with the weather. No, yeah, I think uh, that's pretty cool. Plus, you know, I, I, I if you go to shows, I think it is cool to have a, uh, a variety. Mix. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you don't typically see that because it kind of splits audiences, but mm-hmm. it's cool. Like when you have like uh, most people have multi multi genre tastes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I can't listen to the same thing consistently. No, I don't think anybody past the age of like seventeen can. Mm-hmm. When like you're trying to like make it part of your identity, what you listen to, sure, so sure, it's sure. exclusive and yeah, yeah, yeah. But once you get a little bit older, you're like, this shit doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Listen to what you want. Yeah. It's not us versus them. That's true. But, uh, yeah, courting debut. Uh, it was self-financed. Wow, I didn't know that. Oh, really? Yeah. Does it say how much? Um, 
I don't have a number. I don't have a figure for it. Let's make one up. Uh, 250000 Good Lord. I don't know. Dwight. LA money. <laughs> now, uh, but apparently it hit during a sea change in country music. So actually, for, from what I'm gathering is Dwight Yoakam mm-hmm. hit at the right time. Timing is everything. But that it is, yeah. Yeah. Can't argue with that. Um, We got anything else? Are we ready to dive in? I mean, we can go ahead and dive in. You want to talk a little bit more about Dwight Yoakam? The person first. Well, or? I'm sure we all know him probably from the movie Sling Blade. I've never seen it. Never seen Sling Blade? I've never seen Sling Blade. I should check it out. Did he good. have did he have a big role in it? Somebody's listening to this and they're like, what the fuck? It's <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that every episode we record. Um decently, I think he's uh, I could be wrong. Uh, my facts are off the tracks, huh? but um, I think he's like the drunken stepdaddy or something like that. And uh, well, I don't want to spoil it for you, but okay, let's just say he's a bad guy. But he has a big role, decent. Okay, decent. See, I uh, for I a saw country him. singer is a big role. Okay, I got. Yeah. I got. <laughs> um, I saw him, Wilfred. Oh, really? Yeah, and I was like, that's Dwight Yoakam. I didn't know he was in that. Yeah, he was like in it for like most of the show. What did he do? He was um, Bill. Oh, Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah Bill. of course. I know what Bill is. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce, sorry. <laughs> Not Bill. Bruce. <laughs> I've never seen that show either. <laughs> All right, so anyways, yeah, he's had a prominent role. He's also in Crank. Yeah. You've seen Crank? Yeah, he's the doctor, right? Yeah. yeah. But um, he's also dated like a lot of high profile, you know, celebrities. Name one. Oh my gosh, Emily Joyce. Who? <laughs> reading this shit. Who? Oh my god. Um, name name another one. I, god, I can't think of them right now. Hold on. I think you're looking at a list. Sorry. I did. I thought they had one, <laughs> but they don't. Um. Remember when we, before we hit record, I was like, I think this show is going to be pretty good. Were you wrong? I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking it up right now. Because he's he's dated some high-profile celebrities here. Who has Dwight Yoakam dated? There we go. The top Google search right there. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to get computer cancer from this. I don't care about Emily Joyce. Nobody knows her. Bridget Fonda was one. Who? Bridget Fonda. She was an actress. Oh, okay. Yeah. Probably before our time. Perhaps. Um, Karen Duffy. MTV VJ. Okay. Which is a video jockey. I didn't know what that was until I just read it. <laughs> Sharon Stone. That was the big one. There we go. Yeah, from Basic... Uh, was it Basic Instinct? I, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what made her famous? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, it's not a movie show. I don't know. <laughs> Why, he dated Winona Judd. Okay, now we're yeah. more now you get profile. It. Yeah. You're talking about your local people. Like yeah. Winona Judd, you get it, huh? From Pikeville, right? Uh, Ashland. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Ashland, Kentucky. All right, let's just jump into this goddamn dumpster fire. All right, so what is this first. album called again? Guitarist Cadillacs ETC ETC. <laughs> and uh, it was his debut album. Yeah. Uh, first of three albums consecutively number one on billboard country albums 
And this album has, uh, what is it, three songs hit the top 40 hot country singles. And if you're feeling lonely, maybe hit up hotcountrysingles.com. So track uh, one. I was about to say, like, you don't have to be start singing the song, but that's Farmers Only. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, track one, Honky Tonk Man. Yeah, uh, that's that's the banger. Uh, give us your thoughts on this one. Hmm? I like it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, number two. <laughs> oh, man. No, but Honky Tonk Man. Um, as, it, as it started, like, I'm a Honky Tonk Man. That's a cover? Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought this was like a, at least like a, the first recording of a it. A Dwight original, huh? Yeah. I, I, I was going to say a Dwight original because country music, um, it's kind of like pop music where you have song a lot of songwriters. Sure, sure, sure. And, you know, it's... um. A little more, more about the face and the voice rather than, um, well, I don't want to say talent, but, uh, creative maybe. I don't know. Um, probably, I think it's just, there's a bigger machine, kind of like pop music. Sure, sure. It's, sure. it's a machine based mm-hmm. in some, like for some songs. Yeah. That makes any sense. More yeah, so yeah. than rock or, yeah. I don't want to say rap. I don't, I don't pretend to have any knowledge of rap and hip hop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And that's why he chose Dwight Yoakam. <laughs> um, well, it was originally recorded by Johnny Horton in 1956. Yeah. Rockabilly. Yeah. Um, all right. So beyond you like it, any other thoughts? Um, I tap my feet to it. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes on. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, though, it's just kind of like, all right. It's, it's a great opener for the album. Like, it's high energy. Mm-hmm. Kicks in. I don't know if there's any other song on the album that I would be like, okay, yeah, this is definitely should have been first. Uh, yeah, probably not. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I think that they chose this song, really, as a, um, it's the first song on the first record, right? Yeah. So, they want to establish, like, an idea of, like, what's this man's persona? Yeah, yeah. What's his character? It's a picture of, yeah, yeah, yeah like you're saying, character. What's he about? Because he's mm-hmm. a premiering artist. Well, he's a honky-tonk man. Yeah. He, he can't seem to stop. <laughs> he loves to give girls a whirl. Yeah, Listen to music is. on an old jukebox. That's right, yeah. Um, but when his money's all gone, I'm on the telephone saying, hey, mama, can your daddy come home? Uh, yeah, that line. What does this mean? Uh, I guess because he... Mama, got, can your daddy come home? As in... Honey, let me in. I'm out of money. <laughs> okay, so Mama is the female in his yeah. life, yeah. and he's Daddy. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Playing house. Okay. Mama and Daddy. Yeah. Uh, what's he spending his money on? Probably guitars and Cadillacs. Ah, <laughs> uh, true, true. You see what I did there? Well, is, he, is he gambling? Is he spending it on girls? I mean, uh, a little bit of both, perhaps? Bars, jukeboxes. That's a lot of nickels. Uh, what's a honky-tonk? Is that just a cowboy bar? It's a loud country bar. Okay. So he's a country bar man. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have quite the ring to it. Yeah. I'm a man. country bar man. <laughs> <laughs> Never mean and no harm. <laughs> Steven thought that this sounded a lot like the Dukes of Hazzard song, like just some good old boys, never mean and no harm. It's true. He outed me. <laughs> Uh, so this song was his first single. It peaked at number three. Just so you know. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, it was also the first country music video on MTV. That's cool. Yeah. It's very cool. So maybe that adds to his, maybe not punkness, but uh, um, just uh, breaking barriers for, I guess, country yeah. in general. Hanging out with the other crowd, not staying just in his lane. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can see why he has a name, because if he's the first one to do that, I mean, that's something right there. Yeah. I had, um, you know, before I get into this, though, it's funny because I just drew this uh, pair, like thing that they have in common is uh, Alice in Chains was kind of similar to this. Like, they would they would play with anybody. It didn't matter mm-hmm. just to play a show. Yeah. So. Alice in Chains, huh? Yeah. You like them? Uh, check out episode one where we covered <laughs> facelift. Goddamn uh, lifeless plug over there. <laughs> but um, I did like the uh, like the little break in this song. It has little claps going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was kind of neat. Um, one of my favorite songs on this album, if I had to pick, but it's not my favorite. It's probably number two. You got a favorite song? On here? Yeah, I think we'll we'll get to it. Yeah, uh, it's the guitars and Cadillacs. No. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? Is this one it? It's Guitars and Cadillacs. Okay. Come on, now. (laughs) Uh, Are we done with Honky Tonk Man? Yeah, let's go on to uh, track two. It won't hurt. It won't hurt. Um, All right. What do you think about this one? Um, It's okay. It's it's a B-side to me. Hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, There was like a huge change in the vocals in this song. Yeah. I noticed. And I was like, what? What happened? But then as I was listening to it and with the lyrics and whatnot, then I started to question, is the vocals to show an emotion or his drunkenness? Because it's about drinking, basically. I think it's probably a little bit about just getting so drunk that you don't feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying like it's a country or you know, drinking party song, but but he's talking about drinking a lot, and it's so I was like, is that like an effect he's trying to do with his voice, or just an emotional thing, or I think just emotional. Thing. Okay. Um, it's didn't like it. You didn't like the it. Uh, the vocal. I think it's a good transition because it you hit that high of a honky tonk man, mm-hmm. and you come back down. Sure, sure. Like. If we're following a story here, which I'm not saying that this album is a concept album at all, mm-hmm. but like, um, this song is like, well, I can't come home, so I'll just sit here and drink. Sure, sure. Because, okay. you know, it all sucks. Like, it won't hurt when I fall down from this bar stool, mm-hmm. when I stumble in the street. Whiskey eases misery. Ease you hurting me, you know. Mm-hmm. Pick, mm-hmm. pick up the lyrics, look at it. Uh, yeah, basically, uh, Typical country sad song. Uh, he's drinking to get through life slash a breakup here. Uh, basically, I think that's what it is. He can't come home. Daddy can't come home. No, no, he can't. This is a, uh, he actually wrote this song too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, good for him. Yeah. Uh, when I was listening to it, I was like, this would be a good Lucero cover, I think. I feel like they've already written their own version of it, though. Probably. Can't yeah. feel a thing. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Great song, too. Yeah. Um, anything else pick them. <laughs> for uh, track two here? Um, no. Oh, okay. got nothing. <laughs> uh, I'll Be Gone, track three. All right, let's pull this bad boy up. Right. I thought there was a lot of uh, interesting uh, guitar stuff going on in this song. Yeah, definitely. 
not your uh, traditional country stylings, perhaps. Yeah, um, I'll talk about it when we get to uh, guitars and Cadillacs. But his guitar, the lead guitar on his songs, is always pretty distinctive to me. Does he play guitar or just sing? He plays guitar and sings. Okay, but he's a uh, he's more rhythm like I. I've seen him live, mm-hmm. and I'll get into that at the end of this. Okay. Because it was awesome. Okay. Um, but he uh, he's not the lead player. Hmm. You know, there's a lead player. Sure. So he's probably kind of picking here and there, by, but just being the main guy, really. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny. Uh, somebody's got to be just making shit up here. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm looking at the songwriters for this mm-hmm. song. Listen to some of these names, okay? Okay. Brad Delson. Okay. All right, that's a singer of Boston. Okay. Okay. All right, maybe he did write it. Or maybe he was fucking dead when this came out. Oh, I can't back that up yet. I'm not going to look it up because it'll take time away from the show. 1986? Yeah. Okay. Um, Chester Charles Bennington. Mm-hmm. Who's that? I don't know who. That's Lincoln Park, right? Chester um... Bennington. Is it Bennington? I can't remember. I think it is. He's dead. I don't care. I don't yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. I, <laughs> you know, in the end, it didn't even matter. Um, doesn't <laughs> it? Uh, Dave Farrell. I don't know who that is. Mm-mm. Joseph Hahn. I don't know who that is. Those two probably are the real ones that wrote this. Mm-hmm. Mike Shinoda. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe they did a cover and people confused it or something. <sighs> I don't know. But it looks like Linkin Park wrote this fucking song. Uh, anyways. Kyle's a big fan of Linkin Park. He knows all the members. I think Brad Delson is their guitar player, though. But he also shares the name with the... Uh, hold on. I'm going to look at Boston. <laughs> like, this thing's already off the tracks, you know. Um, I'll just go ahead and say, I think this was my favorite song, actually. Really? Yeah. What do you like about it? Does it, the guitar work? Yeah. I think so. Okay. It stood out above the rest. Again, not that I'm going to go out of my way to listen to I'll Be Gone by Dwight Yoakam anytime. Okay. But in the setting through this album, this was the one for me. Gotcha. Gotcha. Man, just tell me who the fuck the singer was for Boston. Don't give me the 23 people that have been in this band. Brad Delp, maybe? Hold on. Yeah, Brad Delp. Okay, so it's not Brad Delson. It's Brad Delp. It's close. It's close. Yeah, whatever. I don't know music. Why am I doing a music podcast, Steve? <laughs> I don't know. This is your idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst part. Um, you know, this is another uh, kind of a country music, I don't want to say cliche, trope. Uh, Leaving in the morning. Lyrically? Okay, yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Which I should really, to be honest, I should, probably should have picked a Towns Van Zant album because mm-hmm. I like him a lot more. Yeah. I'm more familiar with him. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm just. I kind of like this whole thing of. We don't know. Not knowing and Hopping never right hearing it before. Yeah. But also at the same time, maybe it takes away an enthusiasm from the uh, show because I felt like. I could feel myself be hyped on the 18 Vision show episode yeah. two. Check that out. Uh, but you know, maybe, I don't know. maybe we got to fall in love with the process. Back and forth, the, perhaps not the record. Yeah, yeah, perhaps. Uh, but yeah, just talking about leaving in the morning. Um, 
Yeah, know. this is a, a one night stand song. Yeah, basically. Like, yeah, you know, Ramble On has done it. It's not a country song. It's a Led Zeppelin song. I did enjoy the line, uh, the sun intrudes and throws across the room its golden tracks. Shake the dreams, now it's back to facts. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Some great lyrics right there. Uh, but yeah. Chester outdid himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, one night stand song, but this most recent lady almost got him. Yeah. I think that's what this is about. Almost got him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, got him to stay? Yeah. they all about getting to stay. That's what they say. Yet they've never been able to get him to stay. Is this a lyric? I'm speaking of the troubadour. Mm. Yeah, the musician itself. Ah. Yeah. Uh, as in the line of, uh, as I turn to leave, I know you had what so many lack. Maybe someday that'll bring me back. See? That's a lie. You're lying to them. Hmm. Because they're not the first. No? No. Damn sure not the last. Yeah. I'll probably play this town again, you know. Mm-hmm. Be nice to have uh, one at the ready. Sure. Yeah. It's a rat song. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. It's, okay. for the, it's for the groupies. <laughs> uh, this is for... Actually, holy shit, this makes sense, too. Like, what, 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 what? putting this third? Because, like, after the second one, you're like, oh, he's hurt. He's abandoned. You know, mm-hmm. he's... He's hurting, and um, you listen to this, and it's like, oh, okay. So, you know, maybe I can change it. Maybe I can be the one to make him stay. I got close. Mm-hmm. So, she got close. I'm better than her. I'm better looking than her. Did we stumble into a, a, a fucking uh, concept album here? I don't know. I think it's, it might be, mm-hmm. now that I'm looking at it. I didn't set out to this path, but, mm-hmm. yeah, all right. That or... Dwight knows how to sack his groupies. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it worked I'll, on Ashley Judd. Or Winona. Whatever the fuck her name was from <laughs> Ashley, Kentucky. The Judd. Are you ready for south of Cincinnati? We live south of Cincinnati. That we do. Yeah. Thank so goodness. did he for a while. Yeah. It was Columbus. No, Columbus is above Cincinnati. I mean the Pikeville. No, he was just born there. He didn't live no. there. Oh, He's a poser. Um... What do you think about this one? Um, it's okay. I'll cut you off. I hated it. You hated it? Hate it. Yeah. It's the longest song on this album. It's a filler, isn't it? And it's also the worst song. It's a filler. Yeah. It's gotta be. It was so long in comparison. Anyway, it's not a long song necessarily, but it's just so fucking repetitive and bad, and I hated it. Yeah, the, uh, so you're not a fan of that? We're like, they, um... They have repetition where they're like, if you ever get south of, you know, this sentence, if you ever get if south I of. If I enjoyed what was happening, maybe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you're just not a fan of the uh, the song. Just the song. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'll try to, I'll try to break it down and talk about it. Um, this song was from the girl's perspective. It is. What's my takeaway? If you ever get south of uh, that. South of Cincinnati, down where the dog trees grow. Mason Dixon. Seems to be about a fella that left home, Mm -hmm. and she would be with him if he returned. She pulled the... Well, then here it's like she pulled the letter from the pages of her Bible. Oh, okay. See what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. All right. I got you. I got you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you. 
Well, this was written by him as well. Oh. So. Can't write as good as Lincoln Park, obviously. <laughs> I did like the line, for whatever reason, a cigarette drowns inside a glass of gin. Maybe it's because you're jonesing for a cigarette. Maybe. That could be it. Yeah. Alcohol and cigarettes go together. Like Been a while. Peanut butter and gin. But I mean, that's just like a, such a, um, I don't know how to say it, but like a common image you see with the cigarettes and the alcohol. Yeah cans or bottles or whatever and it's like I don't know, you never just hear it mentioned really but it's like here it is and it's like yeah kind of neat I don't know <laughs> I mean I hear, I definitely hear uh, singing about smoking cigarettes more in like alternative country mm-hmm. like Lucero I've heard them talk about it sure I've heard Sunvolt talk about it mm-hmm. some of their songs I heard talk about nicotine like nicotine burn as we go blah 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 yeah uh, but yeah, so hate it? Not a big fan, no. Probably, yeah, my my least favorite on this album. It's, uh... For sure. It's definitely, like... It looks like somebody went through a breakup. Mm-hmm. And they both regret it, but... They're too uh, prideful mm-hmm. to say it. Yeah. The South of Cincinnati kind of, kind of throw, throws a, uh, a kink in my theory here. Mm-hmm. To go tr- to try to tie it in with your concept album here, because South of Cincinnati wouldn't work with the L.A. thing if you think the album's about him and what he's doing. But maybe you could tie it in if you if you took out the Cincinnati and South part, because he went away. He's got somebody back home missing him. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Well, I think uh, maybe they're just talking about coming down to Dixie without talking about. The South. Mm-hmm. Like, South, I guess apparently South of Cincinnati is supposed to signify the uh, North and South, mm-hmm. which is bullshit because Kentucky was a North state. It was part of the Union, but whatever. Um, so maybe it does work in L.A. in that sense. Mm. Okay. Oh, I might right. be reaching. Um, you ready for the next one? Yeah, bury me here, brother. Right. Yeah. Well, what would you think about this thing? <sighs> he's thinking about where he's from, huh? Or where he was born? Yeah, so it seems, yeah. yeah. Um, this this song had a funky guitar tone. Kind of surprised me. Yeah, we're going back yet, to that. Yet again. Yeah, we're going back to that lead guitar mm-hmm. that a lot of people don't talk about with Dwight Yoakam. Mm-hmm. I want to say the guitar player he worked with was uh, Pete Anderson. Mm-hmm. Which I want to say, I'm gonna fact check myself real quick. <laughs> Pete Anderson, because that, that's a that's a name. Like he might have been an off actor. the tracks. The show about music, but we make up the facts. Yeah, most well, off the tracks, you know. Yeah, no facts, just off the tracks. <laughs> oh man, you can check out that shirt at boremerch.com. That's right. <laughs> it's not gonna be up there, but you know, you let us lie to you for an hour, might as well. <laughs> Oh man, what? Let me find him real quick. Pete Anderson. I want to say he's a session musician. Heavy hands over there typing. Yeah. <laughs> Pete Anderson. Uh, Pete Anderson. I don't want the fucking director. I want the musician. Mm-hmm. Pete Anderson, American guitarist, music producer. Yeah. Okay. So, arranger and songwriter. 
this guy played a big hand in uh, working with Dwight. Does he do the live show, or is he just the the, the writer? Perhaps I think he's just the writer with him, because uh, he was also producer. Mm, he helped okay. produce the records. Um, he played with him from 1984 to 2002. He doesn't play with him anymore. Oh, okay, but, uh, so maybe Dwight or not, uh, Pete was like, "Hey, here's some things that a guitar can do." And Dwight was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Nah, that's cool." Just put that on there. This yeah. would make me different. Because to me, I don't know when, I don't know country music very well other than the 90s, but uh, I don't know when it started to morph necessarily, but I feel like maybe he was on the forefront of something here, especially with the punkness. And then he does have like a an old school to him, yeah. but it's different, obviously. Doesn't he yodel too in some of his songs? Maybe you're just thinking that because of his last name. Could be. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. That. Yeah. Um, I, damn, dude. If I'm not a big fan, I don't know shit to talk about with him. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So yeah, what you what do you think about this song? Would any idea what that guitar was doing? I'd yeah. have to listen to it again to tell you. Mm-hmm. It's been a couple weeks since I listened to this record. Fair enough. No, I did not brush up on it before we recorded. No, nah, we don't do that here. No, <laughs> I'm one and done. I thought about listening to it on the way here, but I didn't. Yeah. yeah. Well, it didn't seem like you uh, you enjoyed it too much. Uh, no, it wasn't my favorite album we've covered so far. No. Um. Bury me along the Big Sandy. I had to look it up because I was like, is he talking about the Big Sandy? Hmm? I was like, you're giving me a look like, how many fucking Big Sandys are there, Kyle? Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Sandy. I mean, it, it, it rings a bell. What is it? It's, uh, well, now I got to look it up again. <laughs> See, I was, look, man, how long has it been since we had this planned? Um, Two weeks, three weeks. Yeah. yeah. Like, I had this shit ready to go. I had talking points. That's why you write shit down. I didn't, I'm not writing anything. <laughs> it kills the spontaneity. Uh-huh. Somebody's going to be like, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you can have uh, the skeleton here, at least, you know? Oh, man. No vertebrae over here <laughs> on my end. No backbone. Uh, Big Sandy. See, you Google Big Sandy, you get Big Sandy Superstore. Like I like I want to go shopping or something. No, I just want to know what the big sandy is. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a river. The river. Yeah, and there's a prison right next to it. Mm. You know that? Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a tributary of the Ohio River in okay. western West Virginia and northeastern Kentucky in the United States. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. So basically. He's left home. He's doing his damn thing, you know? Yeah. But when he croaks... Take him home. Take him back to Kentucky. Yeah. Slash Ohio. Yeah. Rest my soul in those hills of coal. Put his ass back there. Yeah. Let him rot. <laughs> yeah, the last two records are definitely like... Or the last two records, shit. The last two songs are definitely him like... You know, like, hey, look. I'm just a, you know, country boy. Mm-hmm. Definitely. From back home. He's simple. He's, he's a honky-tonk man. Yeah. You know, not meaning any harm. Yeah. Just, this record is just building an identity for this guy. All right, let's get to uh, supposedly your favorite track. Yes. Guitars, 
Cadillacs. Yeah. Your Hill- two favorite things, right? Hillbilly music. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll break this bad boy down. Oh, you love shit. it so much. This is the, like, I don't know anything about Dwight Yoakam, obviously. If you, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He actually wrote the song. I think he, I think he yodels. Yeah, I think he yodels. Uh, what did he sing again? Uh, I could definitely hear him doing it though. Yeah, yeah. Girl, you taught me how to hurt real bad and cry myself to sleep. Um, it looks like we're just wrapping it back around to um, Honky Tonk Man. You know, like this is the uh, this is the song where you turn the record over. Okay. See what, you see what I'm saying? Sure. And. uh if I recall correctly, this one had, had like a unusual sound to it as well. Yeah, the guitar, Pete Anderson's guitar. Mm-hmm. It's um, this is the song for me that it stood out the most because you know this is to me this is the big hit, right? This one was the one that hit number one, right? Mm, let me look back at the facts here. Um, Honky Tonk Man was number three. Guitars Cadillacs hit number four. Oh, well, fuck that list. It's and It Won't Hurt, I believe, is uh, was number 31. 31? Yeah. Oh, okay, so none of them were number one. No. Okay. Just as albums on the country albums. Yeah, yeah I gotta say, you don't hear It Won't Hurt. You still hear Honky Tonk Man and Guitars and Cadillacs. Mm-hmm. But uh, the guitar is just so spongy and twangy. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's got that very um, distinctive Nashville twang to it. Yeah. So. But different. Yeah. Like it's got more of a bounce. If that makes sense. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a weird sound, but um, it's okay. It's again, okay. Again, not my favorite. This whole album, I'm, I'm just kind of meh on. I'm sure you would have loved it if we did. A- Fucking Alan Jackson or something. Oh, yeah, I'd be all over it. Uh, tall, tall trees, baby. No. <laughs> Not even with all the water in the sea. I wouldn't be a fool for him. Um, well, that's a. We'll cover it. Don't worry, guys. I doubt we'll it. cover it. I doubt it. We'll cover it. It'd be hard to pick one, though. They're all so good. Are they? Yeah. You listen to every album. Oh God, no! Alan Jackson, just the just the greatest just, hits, baby. Just, yeah, that's right. Just the hits. Um, guitars, Cadillacs, um, and what was it again? Hillbilly music. Hillbilly music, because because yeah. that's his brand, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. so so I do appreciate that though. That he's like, I got a thing. I'm like, I'm gonna the inventor it. of it. Yeah. You, you know, I'm it, like he, gonna put it over. Yeah, he really does have like a brand and a fucking image. Because anytime you see him. On stage, he's wearing the same thing. Uh, let me the, take a guess. The hat and the jacket? Yeah, the hat, the fucking Canadian tuxedo, mm-hmm. cowboy boots. Dude looks timeless. I'll go ahead. But and he wears like a, like a jacket jacket, like a blazer, right? No, he wears like a denim jacket. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll go ahead and talk about it now, like when I saw him live. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, How and why did this happen, first of all? Well, my grandma had tickets. She had already seen him. Mm -hmm. She didn't care to see him again. Okay. Tara. Right then, you weren't like, well, maybe I shouldn't go if she doesn't want to see him again. Here's the thing. Tara's a big Dwight Yoakam fan. Really? Yes. Oh, well, hey, uh, shout out to uh, All Till Everything. All Till Everything. (laughs) Uh, So I was just going to let you keep burying Dwight and let her come on here and be like, so you don't like Dwight, huh, bitch? No. Huh, bitch? Yeah. (laughs) 
So you're all like fucking bulk up on you, like, what, bitch, do something. It won't hurt. It's gonna hurt. <laughs> they gonna bury you along the big fucking sandy if they can find you. No, uh, that's how my girlfriend talks. Uh, She's very scary. Yeah, <laughs> taller than me. Beats that me down. True. Beats me down all the time. But uh, yeah. So, anyways, my grandma had two tickets. She was like, "Why don't you and Tara go?" I was like, "Okay." We go. We're in line for a long ass time. Big turnout. Yeah, big turnout. Was we it saw, just him or? It was just him playing. Um, it was at Belterra Casino. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it wasn't like a crazy venue or anything. You get in there. Not good for poker. No. That place is the drizzling shits if you want to play some poker. Mm-hmm. But we get into the venue there and, you know, he opens up. Crowd goes fucking wild. It's a lot of middle-aged women. What year is this? That was a couple of years ago. Okay. So he's probably... 2018, I think. That was last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 2018. Yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah. So he's a little bit older, you know. He's... 61 he was 61 62 okay um i had only saw him saw him on wilford right mm-hmm. so i'm used to seeing like you know t-shirt button up like beach hat just gardener clothes okay. like yoke had like a little hunch mm-hmm. look like maybe a little pot bellied mm-hmm. this guy gets on stage right looks like a star million bucks yeah million bucks he uh that's a shirt right there. Million bucks. Uh, I don't know if we can get that kind of like. Um, what would your brother say here? That flair on it, though. Flair. Uh, dialect. <laughs> flair. Flair. Yeah. Get that flair on it. Yeah. Uh, that's how my brother talks. Pretty much. No. Um, but getting back to it, look like a million bucks. Um, tight Levi's. You gotta have them. Cowboy boots. Mm-hmm. Denim. Uh, jacket. Any spurs? I didn't see him. Oh. Dude didn't. He actually. No, he didn't have them. Never mind. Um, looked thin. Mm-hmm. Like little, not like fat. Mm-hmm. You know, trim. Okay. Like a like starving artist. But not in like a gaunt way. Kind of like a, okay. Hadn't aged since he was a kid. Mm-hmm. And he had a cowboy hat on. Seriously, he looked timeless. Got the hair still? Still got the hair. Might have been a little gray. Mm-hmm. But fuck, I think it was gray in 1991, so it didn't matter. Um, But yeah, looked like he just stepped out of a, you know, time machine. Did he rock it? Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. He killed it. And then he came, like, halfway through the set, he's like, I'm sorry if I sound off. You know, I got a sore throat. Mm -hmm. Murdered it. Just killing it. He said that, but then the rest of the before that and after is so still just killing yeah, it. Though. Just killing it, doing his little dance where he swings his heels back and forth as he mm. shimmies across the stage. Uh, full band or just him? Full or? band. Okay. Full band. Uh, Does it rock a little harder than the album? Yeah. He's mm. definitely someone, like, if you don't care about the records, go see him live. He's good. Does he do. He plays the hits. Does he do electric or acoustic Does himself? Both. Does both. Okay. Yeah. So, um, depending on song. Yeah, he had a, actually a signature guitar through Epiphone mm-hmm. for a little while. Mm-hmm. I liked it. It's pretty cool. I'll show it to you. Okay. Um, so, the Hillbilly Deluxe or something like that. Mm. But, um, yeah. And when he did the scoot across the stage, I mean, you couldn't walk. You were slipped. That fucking floor was so wet. All those middle-aged women losing their <laughs> shit over Dwight Yoakam. 
Yeah. Seriously, man. They and fucking, your girlfriend. They fucking love me. Yeah. I saw her. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Like, quit storming the stage. Like, she's just <laughs> punching people. <laughs> no. But, um, no, they went nuts for him. But, yeah, he sounds amazing live. Good show, huh? Great show. Well worth the free tickets. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, I would, I'd pay to see him. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Up to 20. 20. Up to 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> 21, I'm not going, but... Look, man, 20, I don't... I'm, in, I'm there. I won't pay over 30 for a ticket. It's it's hard to um, talk me into spending 30 for almost anything. Because chance, <laughs> chances are, if it's like $30, it's probably shitty seats in an arena. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be watching the TV most of the time anyways. Mm-hmm. I just look this up on YouTube and have a better view, better definition, mm-hmm. and a better mastered sound. Mm-hmm. For free. Also, Kyle doesn't like to get out. Also, Kyle doesn't like to get out. Kyle's kind of a homebody. He hates everyone. Yeah. It's true. Even me. I don't know how we do the show. Man. And two others together. I mean, you know, you guys should really be like, you know, that's really cool, Kyle. You're able to do that. (laughs) I don't don't mean toot my own horn, but, you know, toot toot. Yeah. So, that's Guitars and Cadillacs. Um, Kyle loved it. Yeah. Uh, My favorite song on the record. Let's talk about... um, well, did we even talk about like what the song might be about? Did we do that? Uh, or did I already forget? I kind of touched on it. It was like he's just uh, reestablishing, yo, this is me. This is what I'm about. Because that's how Dwight Yoakam talks, you know. Yo, this is me. This <laughs> yeah. is what well, I'm you know, about. He was a little different than the rest of the country artists. So, yeah, yeah I believe. Um, I guess to me it was like a, yeah, like he left home, right? Mm-hmm. And... Um, and maybe even all he has, and, and, and what he what he knew or something. Yeah, maybe this is a song about it. And uh, maybe it's I don't know if it's regret or when he arrived to the L.A. scene, it was like not what he expected. Maybe could be like the uh, playing guitar, dreaming of getting that Cadillac one day. Because you remember back in the eighties, the Cadillac was the thing to get, right? Yeah, yeah. I know I wanted one. Yeah. <laughs> Rick Flair stepped out of them, you know, they had to be cool. Yeah. But, uh, and then Hillbilly music, like music from home and mm-hmm. playing his music, I guess, is what keeps him hanging on, you know. Uh, some of the lyrics, like, there ain't no glamour in these tinseled land of lost and wasted lives. That's talking about LA, fell at actors, failed musicians, yeah. people that didn't make it big because they, something That's I, what I'm saying, like, maybe made that trip, they, I'm going to fucking blow up, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But, like you said, it took him a minute to pop. Yeah, and he's so just kinda like, there we are. You know, kind of second guessing himself. You're like, "Fuck, mm. this could be me out mm-hmm. here." Yeah. Um, but you know, it's funny. I always heard the saying: um, "For every artist that makes it, there's a hundred better than them who you'll never hear." I buy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, just like all those podcasts that make it, but we're better than all them. But no, nobody's heard uh, us. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> unsung heroes. <laughs> Hey, somebody did say that Boar Meets World is underappreciated. It's okay. It, I mean, it's got a, it's got an end date, mm-hmm. so it'll it'll blow up once it's over. <laughs> too little, too late. Yeah. God damn it! No. Um. All right. I don't know what track number because I lost track of the numbers. But this is twenty years. We're going to talk about now. You want to talk about twenty years, or you want to talk about twenty years? Twenty years. <laughs> That's track seven. <laughs> Um, any takeaway from this bad boy? No. <laughs> How do you like that? 
No. Um, GGG. Um, I don't. I can't. I can't picture the song. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's in jail for twenty years, right? Okay. Yeah, okay. I get it. Um, Henry, I believe, is the character's name in the song. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently, he left this girl. And then she told a lie to uh, about him, and then that ended up with him being in twelve or uh, in jail, and he's got uh, like a twenty year sentence now. What? What the hell? Did he kill somebody? Or it's seemingly that he left her for another woman. That was my takeaway. Yeah. But then she told something about him, and that landed him in jail for twenty years. I don't know why. I don't. That was my question. I wrote like. What was the lie she told then? For a crime that you did not do. Yeah. I don't know. That's that'd be pretty crazy. Yeah, it's some some hashtag me too song or something. I don't know. <laughs> wow, pioneering Dwight. <laughs> he was woke while everyone was still sleeping. wasn't even a remote time to get out of bed. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I have to because I mean twenty years. Yeah. Fucking, you murder somebody in Kentucky, you get out in six. Yeah, right. so. <laughs> it's like, what could he have possibly done to this woman? Get him 20 years. Who knows? And didn't even actually do it, apparently. Sometimes the laws like, ass backwards. That's true. Um, but yeah, other than that, this is kind of a, this is a fun little jam. And, you know, much like everything else. Uh, I'm not loving it, but it was interesting. It was a story song so mm-hmm. that's kind of okay that's one thing about country music is like they might be the best storytellers you can find some stories yeah yeah, for sure like even if you like I don't like his voice I'm not a big fan of music but fuck the story is engaging <laughs> but, yeah. um, so you really got nothing I got nothing man I thought it was like a uh, filler song hmm? okay uh, Ring of Fire oh this one seems uh, vaguely familiar yeah I wonder who uh Wrote this one, huh? Well, who? Oh, man. June Carter. Oh. And Myrtle Kilgore. Yeah. Not Johnny Cash. I don't know those names. Uh, June Carter. Carter family? Got nothing. Like country music? Like royalty? Nah. Like I said, I don't know much about country. Oh. Brother, you gotta get... Plus, it was Alan Jackson, Garth Brooks, (laughs) Brooks and Dunn. I was about to say, you got to get out of the holler sometime, but obviously you're not spending enough time uh, in the holler. Tim McGraw. Um, who else is there? From the 90s? Yeah. Oh, man. Clint Black. Clint Black. Yeah. Or, uh, Randy uh, Travis. Travis. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's good shit. Yeah. Shania. Shania. Big yeah. Shania fan. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Not a big fan of women. Travis. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I think we need to end the show. <laughs> we can't. Uh, I'll, I'll elaborate. <laughs> please. I think you have to. Uh, like musically. Because they're not good at it. That's bullshit. <laughs> like I'm not even. I'm not Usually even uh, like female solos or even fronted. I feel like it's from the perspective of a woman and I usually don't find myself to relate with it. So that's kind of the disconnect for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just want to have that joke. Uh, that I line you. with yeah. the, I don't like women. Yeah. I'm glad you elaborated. Yeah. 
had a fucking knife at the throat of this podcast. Yeah. Not that they're bad songs or anything, but you know, I can rock out to them, I guess. But at the same time, it's like, eh, you know, Ben Nichols versus Shania. You know, like oh, yeah. you know, well, there's a difference. There's you know a, what I mean? There's a quality there too. Yeah. Like not to beat on Shania. But yeah, yeah, but you, I couldn't think of another woman. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Adele. Sure. Yeah, I don't. You know, well, I was gonna say I don't relate to. All any of her songs, but God, that bitch can sing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whose line was worse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it'll probably be mine because I, you know, I used a derogatory term, even though it was a compliment, you know, and it's okay. You know, it's okay if they say it, but if you say it, oh God! All right, let's not get political here. That's good. Ring of Fire. You know what's funny though? Yeah, is uh where I used to work. Like, they were so, it was a bunch of, like, women. Mm-hmm. So, they were used to saying that to one another. Mm-hmm. So, anytime I'd be talking to them, sometimes it was just reflex to be like, bitch or girl. I'm a guy. <laughs> oh, my bad, my bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, moving on from this uh, Ring of Fire, you know the song. It was a Johnny Cash song. Like, not he didn't write it, but he made it popular. He, it's, you're going to say, hey, who, who sang Ring of Fire? Yeah. They're going to say Johnny Cash. I mean, let's be real. Love is a burning thing. Yeah. Um, I thought the, the the drums were wild on this song. Yeah, maybe it's, uh, you know, definitely, um, this is my theory for this song. Mm-hmm. I think this was part of uh, Dwight Yoakam's uh, set list mm-hmm. that he's playing clubs with and stuff. Mm-hmm. And whoever saw him. I'm um, like, dude, you got to put that on a record because your rendition of it is sick. Perhaps, yeah. But yeah, check out just for these drums, maybe, because for country and the song, even, it's like, well, what's up with these drums? Yeah. But it, it kind of works, I guess. Like, I guess it'll go either way for you if you love the song Ring of Fire, that it might be worth checking out just for, like, yeah, it's a different uh, take, but. Yeah. Also, sometimes you hate covers, and I totally get that too. But well, then you probably shouldn't be listening to country music or yeah, country music as a whole because they they have their country standards, you know, that everybody does. What's that? I'm like, well, I would consider this a country standard at this point. Covers, ring of ring of fire, yeah. ring of fire. Okay, yeah. sure. I just meant like the songs that are like they're going to play them. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, what's another one? Tennessee whiskey. Sure. It's a George Jones song. Okay. Yeah. I'm not even sure George Jones was the first person to sing it. What about uh, He Stopped Loving Her Today? Yeah, it's George Jones. Yeah. yeah. I think people have taken that. Right? Oh, well, I'm, I'm surprised no one's covered it yet. It'll probably be Chris Stapleton's next big hit. I'm just kidding. That'd be good. Yeah. I'm just I'm just poking fun at Chris Stapleton. Why? Huh? I don't know. Not a fan? Just, just do it. Um, I think he's overrated. Is he from here? I want to say so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he's overrated. I think the drums in every one of his songs sound the same. You want you want to hear some drums? Check out Ring of Fire by Dwight Yoke. Dwight Yoke. Thank you for bringing me back onto the track. <laughs> back onto the tracks here to Miner's Prayer. Okay. Uh, what do you think about this? Um, God, this whole album, man, is very uh, formulaic, you know? It's like... Declaration, sob story, cover. This is who I am. This is where I'm from. 
Yeah, it's definitely a uh, like uh, I'm a honky tonk man. Yeah. Or here's some sad song about the South or something. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I'm from Eastern Kentucky. We have coal. We have Big Sandy. I like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Like this one, when the whistle blows each morning, I walk down in that cold, dark mine. It's my dear savior. Did you ever have any, like, coal miners in your family? Not that I'm aware of. Because uh, they talk about, like, how it was, like, a hard life, you know, black lung and digging all day. Sure. Have to bring a canary down there with you. If the canary's dead, that means get the fuck out because the fumes are getting ready to kill you. Hmm. But, um. Keeps the lights on, though. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. <laughs> um. But, like, I remember like somebody in my family, I won't bring them up because I don't want them to get bashed for, uh, they're not on social media or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the elders of our family, I was talking about, because he, he had some friends in eastern Kentucky that he would talk hunting or stuff like that with. He's like, don't let them fucking fool you about the mountain people, okay? They're all fucking educated. Mm-hmm. They all get great benefits. They get free schooling. It's like they're they're doing fine up there. Coal miners make a killing, mm-hmm. which they I guess they do okay now. Like there's coal mining when I last looked it up was like fifty k a year, which I'm assuming in places like fucking Pikeville mm-hmm. is damn good money. You're it's, a king. Yeah, yeah. It's either <laughs> that or working at you know Dairy Queen or something. Sure. Which I'm not shitting on Dairy Queen, but you're not gonna make fifty k working at Dairy Queen. Probably not. Somebody's going to fact me. Actually, sir, I've been working at Dairy Queen for 20 years, and I make 50K. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Well, reevaluate your life, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> Burger King's better. You made the wrong decision. Actually, McDonald's tops them both. Mm. Come on. There's no, there's no contest here. I'll put Burger King in third, though, if those are the three. I don't know. I'd probably leave Burger King number two just because of the uh, dollar nuggets that they periodically do. Oh, that's a good deal. And the one dollar quarter pounder. I've never forgot that. They only did it one time. But that was awesome. <laughs> kind of goes around. He's like, are you all ever going to do this again? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the way it hit me, like just spending a dollar for a quarter pounder. My God. And I didn't have to ask for you to take the mayo off. You guys didn't even put it on there. That's awesome. A miner's prayer. Uh, any further thoughts? No. Uh, please take my soul from neath that cold, dark ground. Yeah. I guess if it's a, uh, if you do get caved in on, like, hey, don't leave my spirit down here. I said from neath, from neath that, that cold, dark ground. Uh, heartaches by the number. All right. Just based on the uh, title alone, again, Lucero song. Maybe they took a lot from Twit Yoakum. I don't know. Maybe. I'm not sure. Or just country music. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've got heartaches by the number of troubles by the score. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, this is definitely talking about somebody getting dumped. Oh, yeah. Uh, to me, uh, I guess my takeaway for this one was that he is hung up on a particular girl and uh, she keeps hurting him. Mm-hmm. But he won't give her up because that would just hurt too much. So we'll deal with the uh, the aches that she provides. 
just to keep her, perhaps. Yeah. Maybe he likes it. Mm. He likes the tension. Maybe. Maybe he's a, a sub. <laughs> Hurt me. <laughs> um, hold on here. Oh, I was looking for heartache number two. I was like, brother, you skipped from one to three. <laughs> her problem is you can't count. <laughs> um, no. And this was written by Harlan Howard. What a cool name. Hey. Sounds made up. Very good, Harlan. Yeah, I don't trust any of these now. Harlan or Harland? Harlan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Like Justified Harlan. Yeah. 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 Um, any thoughts about the song? Filler. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it was a, it was an album of two songs. I'm telling you, man. Basically. He's working for the hits on this thing. Mm-hmm. So... All right, well, I guess that wraps up the album. Uh, do we have any further thoughts, comments, um, anything of that nature? Um, the hits are the hits. They're awesome, mm-hmm. um, obviously. I don't have to, uh, you know, that's not just my opinion. They did really well, and they're known by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But the rest of it's just kind of, it's forgettable, you know? Yeah. But, I mean... It's also his first record. Very true. So, you got one song to suggest someone from the album? Um, Guitars and Cadillacs. All right. Mine would be I'll Be Gone. Um, yeah, I didn't love it. Uh, sorry, Dwight. Yeah. I apologize. No. It's, it's okay. He's a. He's a live guy. But you kept it short, and I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you for not making me listen any longer than I had to. Uh, anything else, Kyle, for that, Dwight Yoakam? That is it for Dwight Yoakam. Uh, even though we kind of did not give this album you know, glowing praise, mm-hmm. I do. if you are a fan of country music or a couple songs of Dwight Yoakam, definitely go see him live. I'll He's, see him live, and I'll even say... You check out the album if you haven't heard it and you like the country and maybe you want to, you like country, but you're like, hey, could country be kind of different? This kind of was. So uh, give that a shot. I mean, it's like looking at Dwight Yoakam, it's like he did both ends of the spectrum. Like the way he started out, he was underground, working with pop, like with punk and rock and all that. Mm-hmm. And then he made it to where he wanted to be, you know, country stardom. Mm hmm. Then he's actually had a semi-successful acting career as well. Yeah. So. I feel like he recently, recently, as in like five years ago or something, did an album or a song with some pretty big people that I can't recall that wasn't country, I don't think. Mm, it sounds familiar. I can't I can't think of what it is. Somebody in the background is like, oh, my fucking God, do your research before <laughs> you do these. Um. Let me look at his discography here. Swimming pools and movie stars. <laughs> Second in art. Come on Christmas. He's got a Christmas record. Hey. When he's home for the holidays. That's true. Cover albums. Uh, Dwight sings Buck. I guess Buck Owens. Dwight's used records. Compilation album. Mm, I don't know. I don't know what it was on. Well, check out the uh, Wikipedia for <laughs> Dwight Yoakam for more actual facts about Dwight Yoakam. Yeah. Uh, anything else to wrap this bad boy up? No. No. 
That's it. All right, so uh, he's Kyle. I'm Steven. This is Off the Tracks. You can follow us on Twitter at Off the Tracks Pod. That's P O D. Surely you can spell the rest. Um, we have other shows. Boar Meets World. It's a show about Boy Meets World. And Half Hour Haunts. It's about uh, little spooky television shows. And. Um, <laughs> We got a little television show. We got we we got a site you can listen to all these shows on. It's boarbrand.com. And we have merch over at boarmerch.com. And some t-shirts and a mug. <laughs> t-shirts, mugs. Um I think we got some long sleeves, I think we got some hoodies. Probably by the time you hear this more designs. We still need some designs for the show. Uh I'll put Kyle on that. And, um, yeah, boremerch.com, borebrand.com. And, uh, I think that's it. We'll see you probably tomorrow because that's Thursday and that's Boar Meets World Day. And then after that is Half Hour Haunts Day. So there we go. Bang. You got an album for people to listen to? Ooh, an album. Shit. I didn't think about this. Oh, Do you have God. one? Um, let's see. Aldo Nova. Uh, <laughs> fantasy, fantasy. No, um, the single. <laughs> well, see, I talked about him a little bit. Check out uh, Towns Van Zandt's first album. Well, what's it called, Kyle? You're a big Towns fan? Van Zandt. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Thought I was going to get you. No. Uh, what have I been rocking too lately? I'll tell you what I'm kind of excited for. Is the new oh, we got an upcoming album? Yeah. Okay. What is uh, Sturgill Simpson's new record? Mm-hmm. Is he from around here? Yeah. He's mm-hmm. from Versailles. Is he better than Chris Stapleton or whatever his name is? In my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Is Which one did like the Nirvana thing? Sturgill. Okay. Yeah. Um, God damn it. Vamp for me. Oh, man. Sturgill Simpson, the new song. It's awesome. Yeah, check it out. I got nothing. I guess listen to Towns Van Zant. Yeah. Uh... And we'll see you next week. Just, uh... Or tomorrow. Whatever. Like, after you listen to him, though, definitely, uh, have something fun planned. He's not the most cheerful singer. <laughs> probably, probably be a little bit of a bummer. Yeah. Um, well, I mentioned him a few times up at this. Uh, Lucero, um, well, which album should I suggest? Man, you gotta suggest, uh... What was the one before the last one? Texas and Tennessee. No. Women in work. No. Um, All a man should do. All a man should Check that one out. That that one's killer. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. (laughs) God, what a fucking shit show. (laughs) I thought it was fun. Thanks for listening.